Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own? Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Friday, January 26th, and we are here trying to help you make different, better, I don't know, just better, I I guess that's it, better financial decisions. We're here to try to make sure that you are matching your life's goals with your financial resources. That's kind of what we do. Sometimes we can be dream killers and crushers. That would be me. Mark never does that. And sometimes we can make your dreams come true or you can make your dreams come true. We can give you the confidence that you can. If you've got a question that is percolating in your mind, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button and please let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air, either via audio or video, two different boxes that you can check. And we definitely, definitely would like to uh, hear from you guys. And we're going to try to add some video elements to the show when we are on the YouTube show called Jill on Money, powered by the compound. And we encourage you to check out the other compound shows, um, the compound and friends host co-hosted by Josh Brown and Michael Batnick. It's very fun. You should check that out. And uh, we'll tell you more about stuff going on with the compound because they got good things there, especially for you people who have your fun money accounts. You know, if you want a little deep, deeper dive on investing, Mark, you don't even listen to that show. I find it so humorous and it is, it gets wonky sometimes on the investment stuff, but I like it. And if you want to get a little taste of, you know, what investing is about, I think they, the, the guys, they have such a, a great love for it. And uh, they also are very clear that it is not the way that most people accumulate wealth. It's just sort of a fun hobby that you can do with part of your part, a very small part, 5% of your invested assets. So if you want to check that out, you can find that at uh, wherever you get podcasts, The Compound and Friends. Okay, let's do some emails. Let's start with Joe, who writes that I enjoy your show very much. I'm 79 years old. I was listening to your program and someone called in about nursing home insurance. The man was worth over $4 million and you indicated that he could self-insure. You mentioned that there's a problem with people who have between a half a million to about two and a half million dollars in assets. 
I think you mentioned that the cost can be devastating for the surviving spouse if the partner were to incur a big cost of care through nursing homes. I was wondering, can you please explain how people with this middle level of assets can deal with nursing home issues, including insurance? Okay, as an aside, my wife and I, in our late 70s, have about $700,000 in stocks and bonds and own a home worth about $425,000. Well, okay, Joe, in this situation, I don't think you have a lot to worry about. Your alternatives would be to purchase some sort of insurance outright, long-term care insurance, which is very expensive, especially at your age. The other concept here is that If one of you were to need care, you would not have to spend down all of your money uh, necessarily. You're allowed in each state to keep a certain amount of money and your home. That said, once you spend down a chunk of those assets, there will be assistance that kicks in in the form of Medicaid. The problem here is that most people just are very uncomfortable spending their assets down to qualify for Medicaid. But in your situation, I think that would likely be the best option. So for everyone else listening, if you've got a care issue, a long-term care issue, really does uh, reflect some of the situations on the ground in your state and also what's going on for you. Okay, this is next from someone who uh, calls him or herself daily listener. Okay. Hi, Jill and Mark. You guys are the best. I'm wondering if you can shed some light on how to decide whether it makes sense to exercise stock options at an early to mid-stage pre-IPO startup. I'm not rich. I don't like to gamble. And I don't really understand all this stuff. Okay. So the first question is, how can I educate myself into how much of a gamble this will be for me? Let me start with this for a second. When you have a pre-IPO startup and you have incentive stock options or ISOs, there is an enormous amount of risk. That doesn't mean that the company won't do well, but because it has not gone public yet, even if it's probably going to be acquired by a larger company or go public itself, there is always risk. Now, in this case, This person says, I had incentive stock options that were granted and they vested and I can exercise them. So the exercise price is a dollar a share and I could buy around 4,000 shares. How can I educate myself more about how much a gamble I would be taking by spending $4,000 on this stock position? Okay. So by the way, you want to know the likelihood that you could lose 4,000? Hi. It's just high and you, there's no way to estimate what the payout would be. But the real question is, do you have $4,000 available to do this? Would this be taking money away from something else that's really important? If you have $4,000 and you feel comfortable about the company, the way that you would think about it is you exercise the options and there's probably not going to be a tax event on exercising the options immediately. I don't know. You'll have to check with your company. You can ask about the tax hit in that moment because I don't know when they were granted to you. That said, if you buy the stock at $4,000, you exercise your options, which means you now own the stock at a cost basis of $4,000. As long as you hold that for more than a year, if you sell those 
the that position, you sell the stock, then you would be taxed at a long-term capital gains rate. If you sell it within a year or the company is acquired within a year, then it's taxed at ordinary income. So if you say right now that you uh, have exercised the options, I don't think there'll be a tax event. The tax event is likely to occur when you sell the shares. But again, you should talk to someone in your company to understand your particular tax liability. And let's determine whether or not this makes sense for you. Maybe you don't have to exercise everything. Maybe you do half of it right now. I would like to know more about what else is going on in your life. Okay, this is from John, who would like to retire at in 2027. He's a 57-year-old firefighter, and they're able to set their retirement dates up to three years in the future. He's married. He's got three kids who are 30, 21, and 19. Uh, wife is not working. His situation is as follows. He makes $116,000. He's got a 403B uh, a retirement plan, $195,000. He's got $160,000 in CDs. He's got cash of $30,000. He has a deferred retirement plan of $260,000. He will get that at the end of three years. Okay, his retirement income, $73,000 a year until his full retirement age. And at his full retirement age, it drops by about a third. His social security, though, would kick in at $37.50 per month. They own several houses, primary residence, $780,000. They own about $380,000. They have a second residence. Its value is $450,000. They own $130,000. The third house, he writes, he owns with his brother. It's paid off. It's got a value of $425,000. Okay, the bills run about $6,500 per month. And he basically says, I could reduce that if I had to. Let's see if you have to, really. Maybe you don't have to, right? And here's the bottom line question. Do I have to get another job upon retirement? And the PS is, we don't want to sell our properties to supplement our retirement, if at all possible. All right, so look, you're going to have $73,000 in income. It's pretty close, right? You say you have $6,500 a month. That's about $6,000 a month. And I don't know what the tax situation, I don't know if that's retirement, if that's taxable or not. But to remind you of an obvious fact, you're short. <laughs> and, and when your social security kicks in, you'll be pretty close. You don't have tons and tons of money that's saved. You've got a nice chunk of money saved. I think that if you want, if you want to preserve the properties, then I would say if that's the real goal, then you may have to get a little part-time income for a while. It's not terrible. You could do it though. I think you're pretty close. If you just want to be clear-eyed about like what the future could bring, I do think if you're willing to sell one of these homes, that would be great. If you're not, then maybe a little bit of work. It doesn't have to be so much. We're not talking about a big differential. Honestly, if you made one or two grand a month doing something, that would be good. All right, let me know if you uh, want to push back on me, follow up. Okay, Ray is 75 years old, and she says, I want to buy a home in a 55-plus community. It's going to cost approximately $670,000. I have $400,000 equity in my current home, and my monthly income between Social Security and a pension is about $6,700 a month. Okay, so she gets twenty nine dollars a year. 
Um, She takes that as required minimum distributions from IRAs and monthly health insurance premium, $600. I have few debts other than the usual monthly stuff. I have about a million dollars in IRAs and a brokerage account. I would like to take out around $300,000 so I can buy my house mortgage-free. I know it would be a huge tax hit, but I do have one $30,000 loss to claim, and I really like the idea of being mortgage-free. I've got $40,000 in savings. I'm not using the investment money for anything other than a cushion for future needs. Okay, and whatever is left will go to her daughter. First of all, here's the thing. If you can sell enough out of your brokerage account and you can get $300,000 from that, that's probably going to be the best thing to do. Because if you pull money out of the IRAs, you've got to pay income tax on that. You got a million bucks, that's great. But remember, that money that you're getting out of the required minimum distribution is going to drop down. And, you know, I don't know what are your what your costs are going to be for supporting this 55 plus community. Are we sure that you can really shoulder the burden of this new place? Will your bills actually go down? I have a lot of follow-up questions. I think it's possible. Of course, I always get nervous when people soak up their liquidity uh, for something like real estate. But give us a holler back. I think it's an interesting question. I think it, it, it's possible. All right. This is, a, listen to this subject. This is amazing. Uh, Okay, this is from Doug. Hi, Jill. The subject is $100,000 gift for real estate down payment, comma, market timing. Okay, let me start again. Hi, Jill. My grandmother is graciously gifting $100,000 for a down payment on a home for me and my fiance. I was listening to you advise a couple renting in New Jersey to hold off buying real estate because of rising interest rates, the real estate balloon, bubble, whatever. Okay, but here's the key. He writes, my grandmother's gift only lasts as long as she is alive. It vanishes and is not included in any inheritance if she were to die before we buy. Oh my God, that's that's quite a trigger. They've gotten approved for a maximum of a $725,000 mortgage. They are aiming for a $550,000 to $625,000 house based on uh, 45% limit advice on housing costs. Would you recommend that my fiance and I um, do the same thing as that early 30s New Jersey couple? We don't have a large slush fund saved up like they do. We only have enough savings outside of our retirement accounts to cover closing costs on a house purchase. Wow. I got to tell you something. I want that hundred grand right there. I'm right there with you. So um, if you can run the numbers with the hundred grand down, right? You think about this enough. If you have a five hundred fifty thousand dollar house, right, or five six, even a six hundred thousand, you put the hundred down. If you could swing the mortgage, you run the numbers, and on your income, you can swing everything with that um, with that new house. Then I think you should be willing to do it. But you're going to have to refinance down the line. And if you cannot swing the costs of maintaining this house, principal, interest maintenance, homeowners, taxes, all that stuff. If you have not been able to run those numbers yet, you must do that. If you can't swing it on your incomes, then you're going to have to forego the hundred grand or keep looking and hope your grandmother stays alive. 
Okay, uh, this is from Janine. Subject, Ultimate Portfolio. Hi, Jill. I recently started listening to your podcast and I'm a fan. I just wanted to mention, I notice a couple times where you gasp when you learn someone is going to lose their corporate health insurance. I just wanted to mention that the Affordable Care Act, aka Obamacare, is actually awesome. I agree with you. You know what? I got to tell the Janine, thank you for this reminder because you're right. She writes, if somebody needs to retire, it's a perfectly good option to bridge them until they reach Medicare. Without income, they may not have to pay anything for it with the subsidies. Go onto the Marketplace website, do a mock application. You'll see it's not so bad and people don't realize it. Janine, fabulous. I'm going to incorporate that. You're absolutely right. Do what Janine says. Don't be scared. Okay, if you would like to join us on the program, just go to jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and while you're there, you know there's all sorts of stuff there. There's a blog, there's a radio show, there's videos, there's resources, everything, and the free weekly newsletter Mark puts that out every Friday. That's today, so that's fun. You can subscribe to Jill on Money on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. It's Friday, so we want to remind you our music is composed by the wonderful Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is the executive producer, king of all things web. We are distributed by Odyssey. Try to put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself. But even better, they've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework.